This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the Migs Cast. My name's Steve Migs. I'm here with my buddy, the Reverend in Fuego. Hello. <laughs> no guest today. It's just you and I, man. Oh, that's awkward. Turn the lights off. <laughs> Let's yeah, get did, intimate. You did turn it down a little bit lower. I did, as man. As you walked in. Some mood lighting. <laughs> get the lava lamp. Oh, gosh. When was the party? last time you had a lava lamp? <laughs> God, when I lived in the Linwood house, I had one. No way. I did, I did. Wow, I was going to say, because mine was like in the teens, so it wasn't uh, wasn't anything uh, recent. And I ain't going to lie, uh, not this last year at the, the hockey tournament that we do in Spokane, but the year before that, I turned my room into the quote-unquote chill room, <laughs> and I had a lava lamp. And I had a full-on, like, one of those cheesy, that you, like, get at, like, Spencer Gifts or at, like, Hot Topic, those, those like, lights, like, that ball that shoots different lights and Oh, spins. the different colored ones, and it goes, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to describe it, but everyone knows what I'm talking about, and it sits on a stand, and it goes <laughs> yeah. in a circle, and it just shoots off, so... That was the room. Although the the lava lamp I had, I don't know what was up with the light bulb. Maybe it wasn't enough wattage in that light bulb that was in there. Didn't it, like heat up the lava. No, no. But it made the the, <laughs> the lamp hot. So you're like, oh man, this has been sitting here all day. And by the time we get back to the room, I'm thinking, oh, chill room in full effect. We got the lava lamp. Everyone's all effed up. We're gonna stare at lava lamps. It's yeah, be great. We go in there and it's still a lump. And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with this. It's been on all day, and I grab it, and I'm like, ah, gosh. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid, faulty items. How you doing, man? How are things? Uh, doing pretty good. Living in Tacoma now? Yeah. We uh, we uh, unlocked an achievement uh, in Gamerspeak uh, yesterday, <laughs> the wife and I. Yes. We successfully did our own barbecue solo. So just her and I okay. made dinner using the grill. Oh, nice. And, uh, is it a new grill? Did you buy a grill? Or? It, 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 it's the PLP's grill. Oh, it's Brogan's the grill. Wheel of fortune. No, 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 no. Nothing from that. Um, you know, he left it over there from the last time that he cooked. He mm-hmm. he, he just brought it over. He's like, oh, we'll just keep this one here. It's the one that he takes, I guess, to anywhere that he needs to take a grill. It's port-a-grill. Yeah. So he left it at the house. So we're like, we're going to use this. And then he left uh, some charcoal over. Um, but nothing else. And we figured, oh, we can wing it with that. No. Uh, no, not at all. Is it because you had like the charcoal that's not like the easy light charcoal? Yeah, it wasn't the easy light charcoal. Oh, I hate that. Anything that's not the, e- the, the easy light charcoal, I yeah. hate. We didn't have any lighter fluid. Okay. And we didn't have a, a, a lighter, an acceptable lighter. We have a couple of lighters, but we don't ha- have any of those long ones. Yep. And so it was, it was just a wreck. I tr- we tried, I think, for about a half hour to try to light the charcoal and it wouldn't stay lit no so finally i had to i had to go to uh safeway and pick up the lighter the more charcoal just in case right and then the lighter fluid and i know some people like here's the thing 
and I don't understand this. Oh, it's, this is going to be good because when it comes to barbecuing, everybody has an opinion and everybody yes. wants. And that's like the one place where I think people want to like almost down you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm such a, you're such an amateur griller. You didn't do it this way. It's like, who cares? Was the meat cooked? Cool. I succeeded. Exactly. And uh, Michelle made the, mis- well, quote unquote mistake of uh, posting on Facebook. Oh, boy. And so it just, everybody comes out of the Why woodwork. You're using lighter fluid. You're not a true grill master. Exactly. It's like, use wood chips in your stuff. And I understand uh-huh. those, and I understand all of these things, but I just wanted to start a damn fire. Right. Uh, it doesn't matter what you do. There is somebody on Facebook that knows how to do it better. And suddenly, everybody <laughs> knew about this thing that I'd never heard of in my entire life until this point, the charcoal chimney. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of this ever in my entire life. I've never done it, but I've heard of it. But yeah, so you can just buy them on Amazon or something, and okay. it just stacks all of your charcoal in a thing. You light newspaper underneath it, and it works beautifully. And then at some point, you lift the thing up, right? Yeah, and, and it just, just, and they'll fall out, and right. everything works perfectly. And then you just use your hand to like move well, the charcoals around, right? Not you the should. hand, okay. because it would burn your. But Steve, you're so stupid. How do, <laughs> how do you not know that charcoals are hot? And, it, but, and then after you're done, you throw it away and you in yeah, the house. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, just put it in your uh, in your trash compactor. It'll work just fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but sprinkle I, some I water on I it. I didn't you're know. Fine. I didn't know about this thing, and yet all of a sudden, a million people know about this. Yeah, and it was just like they're like, "How did you not know about this?" I'm like, "Because it has never come up in conversation." Ever. Well, when have you been grilling at your place? Exactly. Right. Yeah, so it finally comes up, but... Uh, have you ordered one? Uh, no, I, I don't know. I think maybe Michelle has. Of course she's, she has. She's kind of in charge of all the Amazon stuff, um, ordering, and she, well, she's getting curtains... Because we've been doing a lot. Is of she in charge of it? Because some, somebody might have made one too many errors in in his own days. I uh, quite possibly. I feel like you probably made a couple too many weird purchases, and she's like, "I'll handle this." To be perfectly honest, it's because whatever I get, it is not what she wants. Got yeah, you're better off just letting her pick it. Exactly, yeah. and, and 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 I just told her on a lot of these things. I'm like, "This is your call. Uh, if you need me to help you order it, I totally will." But you need to pick them because whatever I pick is going to be wrong because I just don't care enough right. about a lot of that stuff. So I'm like, well, whatever works. And she has a plan in mind. Like, she's waiting now to get the curtains until we get a new couch. Mm-hmm. And so it matches with everything and all of these things. That God I forbid, just, right? Yeah. But I just don't care about it. Uh, dude, I'm the same way. And I think that's why we relinquish all... All decision making when it comes to our homes. Oh yeah, like when, when I remember thinking, "Oh, I'll have a room to my son." No, that <laughs> that all goes out the window. And it's uh, yeah, I guess I could put my foot down and be like, "No, this room is a hundred percent Steve's room," mm-hmm. but it's not worth the headache because I don't have the same skill set and patience to come up with things that match and yeah. accessories, like the feng shui and stuff. Uh, and like, how do I crap. even know that word? Feng, feng shui. Feng yeah, shui. I think I probably yeah. said it wrong. So yeah, you just put the bed in a certain place and you're good. <laughs> That's exciting, though, man. I, I've never done the chimney of the charcoals. I cheat, and I get the charcoal that they sell, like the match light one. Yeah. Which is just, you just lay it out, and you just put the flame somewhat near it, and it's like almost like... Yeah. It's we awesome. We did that with the lighter fluid, mm. and it was... I mean, it's pretty entertaining just to see the stuff poof up, and, yep. and, and like uh, I learned long ago um, how not 
to do uh, how to light those things because my stepdad, when I was younger, uh, he did the whole gasoline in a burn pit thing. Ooh. And we, my mom and I came home one day and the whole house just reeked of uh, burnt hair. Yeah. And he just, he singed his hair, singed his eyebrows. Nothing worse than that. No. But that, that smell. Unless you're trying to look like an alien, then that's yeah, the perfect yeah. way to Yeah, I mean, if he it. was going for that, then congratulations yeah. to him. But it was, <laughs> that smell is enough to make you oh. make sure you never do that. It's the worst, man. And, and But there's nothing better than a charcoal grill oh. cooking, whatever it is. That, like, look, my house, we're not cooking meats. Yeah. But even cooking tofu or cooking <laughs> those uh, field roast sausages, which are amazing. What are those? It's just a brand. It's a vegan. Oh, okay. Looks, dude- Honestly, I cook those. Times have changed. It's no longer just a tofu dog where it's like, uh, what is this? Yeah. The thing tastes amazing. Just put it in a bun, like a hot dog bun, mustard, ketchup. It tastes like you're eating a brat. It's oh, so good. Nice. And it's way healthier. So I don't mind. But And also for me, zero, zero concern of not cooking it enough. Because it's not even real true. Yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. We had uh, we had chicken mm-hmm. uh, because that's the one meat that Michelle is cool with. Um, it's kind of funny though because she only wants it super burnt, which is Yo, which is perfect her. for the grill. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, we did uh, some chicken and some asparagus. And seriously, like she made a marinade. So I was ready to give up on the whole charcoal debacle when it was like yep. uh, like. It took us two hours to cook the mo- the food, so we ate at like eight p.m. last what night. A process, and it was, but we <laughs> she wanted to stick through it. And it was just chicken and asparagus. It was just chicken and, it and took asparagus. Two hours. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. It, like the majority of it, like an hour and a half of it, was getting the charcoal to light. Yeah. So once we we figured that out now, mm-hmm. so I think we're gonna be good going forward. Um, but just having that chicken and the aspar- uh, the asparagus and her marinade for all of it. And are you grilling it? Are you doing uh, yeah, the grill? Yeah. Isn't it something awesome about eating. Like it's, it's just cool hanging out and doing that. Yeah, it's something really relaxing. It's very zen-like. And you're not in the hot kitchen, Yeah, which is a huge thing right now. Well, yeah, especially like for me, it's nice. I go out in the heat, and then we're lucky we have air conditioning in our house, so it's like, I don't mind going out in the yeah, heat, yeah. hanging out and cooking and sweating, and then go back in. But man, something about eating something off the grill. I just love it. It is, and it's cool. I mean, you, you get that stuff along a lot of the times it has the fake grill marks, but when you've put real grill marks on it's your own food- awesome. Yeah. It, yeah. It, you, I, f- I felt accomplished. Oh, dude, it's 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 just something about it I just absolutely love, but man, uh, have you tried the, um, uh, now that you're grilling, have you grilled corn yet? Uh, we, ha- we have not, her and I grilled corn, yeah. but we did that over when, uh, when we had uh, Brogan and his wife over. Have you, how do you, for us, I, I get a kick out of doing it this way just because I feel like this is how you would do it in the wild. Mm-hmm. We don't even pull it out of the, you know, you got the husk all yeah, around yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We just, I just throw it on the grill like that. That's what we did. Yeah. That, yeah. Because yeah, I know don't some people chuck it. You just it. do it. Yeah. No. And then the only f- fun part is after you finish grilling it, then you're shucking it. And sometimes your hands are like hot potato, but yeah, it just tastes so good. It is. It's so good. And I mean, we- now I'm hungry. Thanks, Rev. Oh yeah. Sorry. No problem about that. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, yeah, just add a little bit of uh, seasoning for, like for the asparagus. Like normally we put all sorts of stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Salt, pepper. Good. That's all you need. Yeah. So good. I need to, I mean- uh, I need to start cooking more fishes again. Like fishes, fish, fishes. Some of those fishies, halibut, <laughs> tilapia is my favorite on the grill. You just wrap it in some tin foil, oh. some butter, mm-hmm. and, and whether it be Old Bay or some kind of seasoning, oh, it's, it just absorbs that butter because tilapia Ooh, is kind of like the good. tofu of fish. Oh, really? And it really absorbs whatever you marinate it with. Nice. So it's, and it's cheap and it's good. I like it a lot. Uh, the worst thing, I don't know if you've had. Well, obviously, you just started. 
<laughs> I don't know if you're ever planning on having people over and being the grill master. Mm-hmm. We did that once. That seems like a so stressful. Yeah, like, like especially nowadays mm-hmm. that everybody has their thing. Yeah. Um, I think at that point because we still have to have a housewarming. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll do. No rush. I haven't had one yet. We've been in there for six years. <laughs> six years. <laughs> We're going to do like hamburgers and hot dogs. Yeah. And then if anybody else wants to do something fancy or they have a special thing. Bring it. Bring it and be ready to do it yourself the way you want it. Right. Just because I'll definitely help out with that. Yeah. I'll show you as, where the as grill is. As much as my limited abilities yeah. are at this Here's point. Here's the spatula. Here's the grill. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Any custom orders, uh, you get to do it yourself. Well, we did it. This is a long, long time ago. This is back when Sid was still eating um, meat. You know, so she had turkey burgers. She, oh, okay. she wasn't like, you know, that was as far as she would go for a burger but she invited everybody from her mom i think it was like her birthday and like let's have the get get together at our house that'd be cool i'm like yeah no no problem i'm always up for having people over if anyone's the one that's against having people over it's my wife because she's such a clean freak Mm -hmm. so i'm like yeah and she's like and then i was thinking that you could grill and i'm like oh shoot really because it's like i don't mind risking my own health yeah, and if you're doing like burgers, yeah, I don't want to get and if someone's doing sick. chicken. Yeah, like that was the one big panic with our stuff was that I'm like, what happens if we get sick? Like, I mean, right, you're, till death we part. Yeah, and then we could just be done. And she's like, don't worry, I like it burnt. We won't have to worry about that. And I'm like, you're a good point. We'll just let it sit for a while. But the stress of like not cooking it right, especially for the family. Yeah, oh, uh, I did not like it. And everybody liked it. the burgers were fine. I mean, they were probably well done because I did not want to take air on the side chance. of caution. Yeah, like for me, I'm willing to take the chance because it's like, who am I going to get mad at myself? Mm-hmm. I'm the idiot, and my wife is not eating anything off of the grill that's going to get her sick for the most part. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. she's not going to get sick. From tofu not being cooked long enough, you know. <laughs> but I, I was so stressed out about that, and luckily it all worked out. I mean, it's so simple, and I know someone out there who's like Captain Grillmaster is like, "Come on, quit being a puss." But how at, hard is it to grill burgers? But at the same point, you're uh, there's the problem with having everyone over. Yeah. You're still if it's your house, you're still the host, even if you're chained to the barbecue. Right. So people are going to come talk to you. People are going to. I mean, it's your house, so you can drink with impunity. Yeah. Uh, and so you're going to be distracted at the very least. Yeah. And who's to say that you're like, oh wait, yeah, these ones are done, and you forgot that those ones are the ones that you just put there. Right. Next thing you know, my cousin and Kaylee's got salmonella. Yeah. And I'm like, son of a bitch, my bad. I <laughs> yeah. thought the chicken was done. Yeah. And then that grill marks. <laughs> somehow my bad isn't really going to cover that. No, not when they're in the hospital. Mm-mm. Dude, so this morning, I've talked about this before on the Migs cast about I, I am genuinely convinced that if I die before old age, it's going to be at the hands of somebody that is murdering me between my parking spot and the building that we work in. Uh oh. It, once a week, I have to like kind of be street smart. Like, and I, I guess I could go and talk to our boss and be like, "Hey, next time somebody either quits or gets fired in this building, can you bump me into the build into the, this building? Yeah, with a parking pass. My parking is attached to the building, and I just walk in a garage just to get to, to right. get to into the building. I have to walk about less than like it's not that long. It's almost kitty corner from like our building, but, but it's, it's a sketchy area. And at three in the waste. morning, oh three thirty in the morning, I'll I'll walk. So I've seen all walks of life, and typically I'm like very aware of my surroundings. If I see a few people that look kind of shady, I'll walk a different way to get to the building. Like I'll go up the flight of the stairs of the building across the street from us, walk through like the little walkway, and then cross the street. Like I got it all mapped out, as opposed to going down that alleyway. 
Right. Like there's just that alley that I've I don't walk down during the day. Right. It's weird. And it's just and it's I mean, it's wide open. There's it doesn't seem to be anything, but it's it's an alley. And, and I've watched enough movies. Dark. Yeah. Right. And Super dark. Nothing good happens at two thirty, three thirty in the morning. It's just <laughs> typically they don't. No. No. So and usually they'll do like that weird walkway from across the street, cut through the Starbucks, blah, 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 be able to get to the building and, mm-hmm. and it's usually but they've been doing all this construction, so that that strip was blocked off. It mm. recently just opened up again, but so there's been a few occasions where I've had some weird in, in, encounters, and today was no ex, no uh, stranger to that because, and this one was like laughable, but I just wasn't feeling it, like because I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking, I get out of the building, and as I just step foot out of the door, all of a sudden this guy, and I'm not with a gorilla head on. Like a mask. What? Just looks at me, and he's got a couple buddies, and they look like they were just idiots, like probably in their early 20s, drunk, whatever. Ah, I'm a gorilla. Don't shoot. (laughs) Right. I mean, yeah. Like, Very topical. Yeah, but at at 2 in the morning or 3 in the morning- Not having it. No. And that just, that sets a weird tone for your entire day. Well, I know, dude. So I'm like, I look at the guy and I, st- I, I not jump, but I like kind of like, whoa, okay, what's going on here? Because I don't know. I yeah. don't know if he's hey, by is this himself. Is this a prank show? Or is this just a weirdo? Are these just drunk people? Are you going to get mugged because they're distracting you? Right. But what do, what happens next? That's what I'm thinking in my head. <laughs> like, what happens next? And I see like, okay, I hear a couple people laughing mm-hmm. and snickering. Heard a female snicker. So I'm like, okay. In my head, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get murdered. But I'm like, so all I could say, I feel kind of bad because they probably thought they were being funny. Um, so I sound probably like the angry old guy. I go, why don't you go find someone else to do your stupid S with? <laughs> and I just kept walking. <laughs> That's awesome. I was, just, I was expecting just to go after yourself and you oh, keep dude. going. But it's about the same. I was just like, you know, just find someone. It's 3.30 in the morning. You and your stupid gorilla prank can go after yourselves. I got no time for this, man. I'm just trying to go to work. I'm not drunk. That's the other thing. Like That, that rebar bar right across the street on Mondays. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed this. Mm-mm. I don't know what they do on Sunday nights, but apparently it goes all night long. So really? at like 3.30, 3.45 in the morning, they're still... And the weirdest dressed people are yeah. hanging out yeah. outside of that building. The, the rebar is the one where the people, they would do the uh, the Seattle Semi-Pro Wrestling, which they turned into the Pencil Fighting League so because they couldn't get into that. I've been there for one of those pencil. I didn't mean to be there. I, I went there after a concert. <laughs> Just because I was just like, get a drink. yeah, I was just like, oh, I'm a couple. I ran to a buddy. I'm like, yeah, let's go grab a drink right here. It's right by the Paramount. It's perfect. Yeah. Pencil fighting championships. It was weird. Yeah, I mean, it was funny, but it was weird. Yeah, it's really the place where um, a lot of the alternative artistic types yeah. will go to and uh, have a lot of fun. There's a lot of drag shows there, yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, a lot of strangely dressed people at all times of the day and oh. night. Somebody with like sparkly red pants and like still like like basically wearing stilts. It was like a, it's like a circus outside. Yeah. Of our, and it's like it, it's funny because as I'm walking in, I'm like, yeah, I'm starting my day at work, and these people are still partying their yeah. faces. They're not off. even ending their day yet. 
Like I kind of want to go in and see what's up. <sighs> I like there was a couple times when we had stuff that uh, like Michelle wanted to go hang out there, and I'm like, that place is a little too weird for me, and I don't even know why. Right, like Captain uh, Steampunk is saying yeah, that place. Yeah, is too Yeah, and it's for just them. like maybe it's just with people, and it's it's just the whole Seattle vibe has always kind of weirded me out. So Dude, that place has always been. I mean, I've yeah. I've had a, the opportunity to play shows there with my band. Like they do do quote unquote normal nights. But even the normal <laughs> nights are freak shows. Yeah. Like, I remember my then-girlfriend, now-wife, was like, I don't know if I want to see you guys play at this place ever again. I'm like, I don't blame you. If we do it again, I won't invite you. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. that was I thought that was kind of odd. Uh, another yeah. thing that I thought was odd, so my wife and I, we came into the city. We decided to, you know, enjoy some dinner. We went to a Plum Bistro vegan restaurant. Mm-hmm. We also enjoyed- Oh, I've been there. It's good. Dude, it, we, is I, that the one on Roy? It's uh, it's like right off of Pine. Oh, okay. Pike, it's like 13th in Pike and Pine oh, okay, area. Oh, okay, it's like, okay. It's in Capitol Hill, right All around right. that area. Man, I give them credit. It's unbelievable what vegan chefs can create. And my wife is definitely someone who does some pretty impressive meals. But I ordered the lasagna only because I saw everybody ordering it. I was originally going to get like some buffalo fake meat burger mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> but I'm like, wow, everybody's ordering the lasagna. That's got to be a sign. Yeah. yeah. So I order it, and then I'm like, hey, what's, what's up with the lasagna? They're like, oh, the, it's amazing. The cheese that they use is really cashews, and somehow they create cheese out of it. Wow. And it tastes amazing. How so do you I'm, even milk a cashew? I, I think very gently. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll try it. Oh, unbelievable. It tasted just like a lasagna at a great at a restaurant that had like is known for great lasagna. Now it's really weird how good it was. And there's a difference obviously in lasagnas. Does it tasted like it was a meat lasagna or do they try to like faux that at all? No, or? it tasted just like a cheese lasagna okay, without okay. meat in it. Solid. Yeah, but it was it was delicious. We also had like an avocado roll that was great. Mm. Um, my wife had something like some kind of Chilean type food and it was really really good as well. And then after that, we went and got some ice cream. We got, uh, well, vegan ice cream at a place called Sugar Plum, which is like a sister company. Makes sense. And we had uh, Oreo cookie blizzard. Oh. But it was like with coconut milk, I think. Wow. Oh, it's so or- decadent. Oreos are vegan. And they are. And <laughs> the ice cream was too, and it was so good. It was a cool little spot, although it was funny, because when we first walked in, there was a bunch of people in, the, in, in there just hanging out, eating their ice cream, having a good time. And it's a lot of hippie type people, right? Yeah. We walk in, I thought we walked into a dispensary. Like, my wife looks at me and goes, whoosh. She's just like heightened, because she has a heightened sense of smell. For me to notice that it was strong, yeah. must have felt, she probably felt like she was packed inside of a bowl. And just walked, <laughs> just walked into a wall of weed. And I could just tell the gears are spinning, because she's not a weed smoker, and doesn't really like that whole world, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, this is awesome, because it's <laughs> uncomfortable for her. <laughs> Finally, those guys left, and she's like, I don't know if I, I was almost ready to tell you we can't eat here. Whoa. Like I was like, wow, that bad? She's like, it was so strong. I couldn't handle it. Wow. So we get our ice cream. We come back. We're stuck behind this car. This car cuts us off. And I was like, whatever, douchebag, whatever. Oh, right? Here it comes. No, I, I honestly was like, whatever. You're in such a rush. You got to cut us off. Like It was like one of those things where we're like on, on Pine, and it's like right by where people play... They, they ride their bicycles around like in the tennis court and play um, bicycle polo, <laughs> which is actually pretty entertaining to watch, right by Molly Moons. Yeah. So we're stopped. This guy zooms out in front of us, even though there's like plenty of room behind us. I'm like, whatever. Fine. You almost hit us. I'm not going to get into it. I'm with my wife. I'm also enjoying my blizzard. Probably shouldn't be driving and eating it, but whatever. 
Now we're behind this car, and this car is like losing its mind, having road rage, hot, slamming his horn, throwing his hand. At first I thought, well, maybe there's an emergency, but then I realized it doesn't seem like it. It just seems like he's just a dick. So then he quickly like goes around a car and goes into oncoming traffic. Whoa. On either Pike or Pine. I'm like, whoa. These are busy Seattle streets. Right. Almost then hits a bicyclist, and and I'm like, and he's honking at everybody, like everyone else is to blame but him. And I, we oh end gosh. up, end up like maybe half a mile away. He's only two cars ahead of me. I'm like, all of that, all that anger and all that frustration and all that pent up whatever hostility you have for every other driver put you two cars in front of me. What what did his day entail that I, would get him to that point? I looked at my wife. I'm like, if it wasn't in a world where who knows what that guy has in his car, I would love to get out of my car while this red light's going, just knock on his window, and I wouldn't do it. Uh-huh. Uh, I would just be like, hey, buddy, what's going on? Like, what are you in a rush to get to? Because you're not really, this is the city. It's not going to happen. And then the light changes, again, almost hits people. People are crossing. Because he's turning now on Boren. Oh, goodness. And he's honking his horn at people. And I'm like, eventually he kept going and I had to turn to get on I-5. But I was just like, gosh, man. Wow. We all need to just take a step back. Damn. I saw that the uh, it was it was uh, yesterday. Uh-huh. I was driving home with uh, Chris, uh, taking dropping him off, and we had gotten into the, uh, the ex- not the express lanes, but the HOV lanes uh, down here, uh, downtown on I-5. Okay. And then right when it turns in, uh, when it merges from the express lanes. So it's that where if you're in the HOV lane, it uh, it turns into like kind of that uh, on-ramp sort of thing right there. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there was a guy behind me who uh, clearly didn't realize that he had to merge with me. So I was going at a normal speed at that point because it was traffic and you can't really go anywhere at any certain amount of speed. And so he's just going up and then suddenly he's behind me. Instead of falling back, he guns it past me, honks at me, and then and then I watch as he's doing it. He's just ducking and weaving through all of it like an insane person. I'm just like, well, I'm about to witness a car accident. Right. So at least I'll be able to be the, and at, at that point I would stop and be like, no, it is that guy's fault. He's a douchebag. It's, like, it's like, I'll do my civic duty for that one. I, you know, it's funny because more and more people show road rage on the roads, the less and less road rage I become. Like, I used to get worked up about stuff. Now I just see how people are. And it's like when you get to see somebody else having a road rage moment and you realize how stupid they look and how embarrassing it is. I'm like, yeah. why do I want to be this guy? <laughs> I, I, and I've been guilty of it, yeah. but not like to that extreme. I know how stupid I look when I'm yelling and swearing at it. It doesn't stop me, though. I, I wish it would, but it doesn't. I, yeah. Uh, the only confrontation I remember having was in a parking lot uh, of a fast food restaurant and like a, a dollar store. So it was that, and I was going down the wrong quote unquote the wrong way in the parking lot right. because all the things were facing you know the all the angled parking was right. one way but technically the other side was like normal so i uh, you could explain that away this guy this old dude in his like 70s or 80s is just driving his gigantic car like i don't know a cadillac or something like in the middle i have my itty bitty uh, hyundai and so i pull off a little to the side and he's just yelling at me uh past the window so i just instead of giving him the middle finger i do the kind of uh like the british sign for you know you know pee off is just like yeah. the two fingers up yeah i did that Ooh, that was not good for him oh he must be an english guy yeah he pulled back around came back around while i'm sitting there in the line for the fast food because uh, at that point yeah getting some burger king uh and he stopped rolled Isn't down his window burrito? 
to, I wish. Oh, that looks good. I know. Uh, he sat there, rolled down the window, and just started yelling at me, blah, blah, blah. And at that point, it's hilarious. I'm just right. laughing it's at him. embarrassing. Yeah, I'm yeah. laughing at him. And then he he's, he was dropping the N-bomb on me because, mm-hmm. you know, old white guy, what else are you going to do? And then he tries to spit on me. But he doesn't even make it out of his car because his car was lined up, so it was both driver's sides are on the same side, so he was like as far away as possible. This guy's a hot mess. Yeah, yeah. He basically hawked a lug in his own car. What a dumbass. And then I just laughed at him, rolled up my window, and just waited in line. What a dummy. Yeah. Dude, we know uh, there's a guy I know, and I think you know him. I, I won't share it on the air, but I uh, shared a story about he was going through a divorce, and he was having some other stuff going on in his life. It was just a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we take out our stress on people, and we probably don't shouldn't take it out on those people. But he was he had a moment of road rage that I blew my mind. So you know, like when you're getting on a a freeway and or you're trying to merge into something, and there's a lot of cars. It's the typical general rule of thumb is you let someone in, then most likely the car behind you is going to let someone in as well. Yeah, the zipper method. Yeah, you weave everybody in. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a guy who was not letting him in. Like was going to like basically. Just keep going yeah. and, and refuse to keep the trend of letting one in, one in, one in, one in. Well, my buddy was so pissed off about this. And again, he had a lot of, and that's why I always, like, that's why I joke about, like, yeah. not what's walking going up, on with what's you? What's going on in your world? Like, <laughs> we see it on the text messages. Sometimes people are just such miserable Fs. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, well, we didn't really do anything that bad. <laughs> that segment really did not suck that much. Why are you so angry? Yeah. Why are you telling us to die in a fire? Right. So <laughs> this is, this. Buddy's world, he's world's collapsing amongst him, and he's so mad about his life, and now he's got this ass that won't let him in a merging situation. So what does he do in his truck? He just slams into the car. What? Like guns it and basically playing a game of chicken, knowing full well that this guy won't have an opportunity to pull back. Wow! And just right into the car. See, it's not worth the insurance premiums for something like that. <laughs> he tells the story, and my mind is blown. And I'm like, oh my god, you went next level. Yeah. Like I mean, I've thought it. Yeah. I, I think we've all thought it. Yeah. Like even when I had that that 1981 Chevy Malibu Classic station wagon that was a tank <laughs> that took out a stop sign and left a tiny dent. And I always thought, and I, and I remember joking with my buddies whenever I'd merge, it's like, all right, well, if he's not going to let me in, I'm just going to start merging my way in anyway, because this car is a tank and his car is nicer. Like you always have the upper hand. Yeah. yeah. Whoever has the less attractive car yeah. has the upper hand when it comes to merging. <laughs> you know, I mean, you never see, rarely do you see a guy in a brand new like Tesla being like, oh, I'm just going to keep going. Who yeah, cares? Exactly. No. He, he just full-on accelerated and plowed into the car. Wow. Unreal. Man. No, Cops I, get involved. Everything's yeah, just that, a mess. That's just bringing in a whole lot of stuff. And at that point, you got to figure out what story you have. and you got to keep it legit, keep it straight. I'd like, be honest. Be like, look, man, I'm going, I'm going through a divorce. I'm a mental case. And this guy wouldn't let me in. I don't I know. know. Yeah, I don't know how well that will work. It might not go very well. <laughs> you might have to go, like, you know, fill out some paperwork. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Oh, dude, I was blown away by that. That is crazy. And I just heard that story the other day. And I'm like, I've known you all this time. And he's like a super chill dude. Like, turn the mics off. I'll tell you who it is. Really? Yeah. Wow. Right? I can't imagine him doing that. I know. 
The Ted Smith of all people. No, <laughs> did, does he even drive? He sometimes gets a loaner car, yeah. Okay, because I know for the longest time he didn't have his license, and that was a big to-do that he got his license, but I thought he just wanted it so he could scoot around. Yeah, he's doing. A lot. he still scoots a little bit around, but every once in a while he'll get a car. He'll rent one or- Killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, the funny thing. And is, it wasn't Ted that really did that. No, no, no. His, uh, like, with Ted, it's funny because he does a lot of events down at the EQC, yep. and we're down, like I'm living like two-minute walk from there. Yeah. So we heard the event going on. I'm like, I wonder if Ted's there. Looked up on the Twitter and he totally was. So I sent him a text. He's like, oh, sorry, man. I already left. I had to go with the wrecking crew. Yeah. Like he had to leave with uh, with our group. So I, it was just like, ah, oh, well, someday you can come over and hang out. I know. Sometimes I was like, hey, man, you could just crash at my place and then we can figure it out tomorrow, the next day. You know, I don't mind. He's like, yeah, I know. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, let's do some, uh, let's check out the messages and um, we'll kind of go from there. All right. Yeah. Let's see what we got there. Ah! Uh, uh, uh. You can leave us a voicemail, an email, uh, a text message, 253-271-4787. That's 253-271-4787. Email themigscast at gmail.com. And don't forget our Facebook page, which is just on Facebook. If you type the Migscast, it's a group page. Join the group. Get involved in all the insanity. Flex your Photoshop <laughs> skills. <laughs> or lack thereof. It doesn't matter. Everyone is accepting there. Or lack thereof. We did get a text. Uh, guys, I cannot get the Last International's music out of my head. Absolutely love that song, Hard Times, that they did. Did. Um, I'm glad they brought up that song. I genuinely think when that song gets recorded, that might be the song that maybe, hopefully, for those guys, because I, I hope they can make a living and continue to make music and tour the world and 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 give us such awesome music. As I mean, I mm-hmm. I, I think I've made it very clear how much I like that band. Uh, but the song I think that's really going to resonate with so many people is the song "Hard Times," and it was so cool when uh, Delilah and Edgy and Fern like kind of like dedicated it to me which I was like oh this is awesome and then when I saw them do it live when it was not acoustic I was like holy smoke you get to see the real power behind it dude the word power is exactly it so I'm like now obsessed like this like the guy's name Chad like Chad in the sense that I just cannot get enough of that song and I found a version with the full band, so you can hear it, Rev. Oh, cool. Because you only know the acoustic version, yeah, too. which was still amazing to see it live and just oh. to hear, uh, hear Delilah just sing her heart out. Yep. Like, with each of the songs, it was just, it's you, like, I know after everyone was like, whoa, that was amazing. But it really, really was. And it's hard to describe. I mean, the videos do do it some justice, but to be in this room with her... Especially, and, and all the man members, but there's something very emotive that I don't think you're really picking up on the video. Mm-hmm. There's something like in her eyes, and it, it's it's hard to describe, and it's not about like her being beautiful or anything along those lines. It's just, you know what she is singing. It means something to her. Yeah. Like, she's getting emotional while singing it. And she talks, I mean, we, we had a little behind the music on some of the sto- uh, stories behind yeah. some of the songs, uh, and there are, there are le- legit stories behind like uh, if not all of them, a lot of the songs. I kind of kick myself, and, and, and not really kick myself. I think I'll remember this next time they come to town, and of course they will. And if, you better believe we're going to drag them into the studio. Right. I don't care what day it is. I'll come in on a Sunday <laughs> if it is. Um, the song "Hard Times." There's a part in the song where she even says the word "daddy," and wrestling fans know the iconic Dusty Rhodes "Hard Times" promo. Mm-hmm. 
What is a word that Dusty uses all the time? Is daddy. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, daddy. I'm going to come after you. Hard times. I wonder... And that song is about the plight of the common working man. And that's what Dusty Rhodes was all about. Right. And huh. and that's what the band seems to be about. I wonder, and I guess I could tweet them, but I'd rather ask them in person to kind of, and I wish I would have picked up on that when they performed, but I was just so sucked into the song. I couldn't even think clearly. I, they don't seem like people who would take that from wrestling, but at the same point, that those Dusty Rhodes promos right. are across everywhere. You that, could just be watching something on the internet, and especially when he passed and some other stuff. Like, There's a lot of reasons why that could definitely be part of this song. And we learned that Modern Man song was based off of a documentary that they watched. I mm-hmm. mean, they, they're finding inspiration from stuff that they're finding online. It's not like they're, you know, cavemen when it comes to how they write their songs. <laughs> so, but how cool would that be? So, I grabbed this version. They performed on some television show in, I think, like France or something along those lines, but it was fully plugged in. All three members were there. Obviously, this is not. I would only imagine how sonically huge it's going to sound when they do go into a recording studio because this is just a live recording. But I think it gives you a really. It gives you a cool um, introduction to what the song sounds like with the full band. Well, you gotta get, gotta get out. Her voice. Gotta get out of this Upon my floor And the ground that you walk in Don't shake for me no more The world is so cold It's trying to get through somehow I love that the crowd at this TV taping has not stopped clapping. No, they're totally into it. Right? Fern's drumming is so awesome. All I've seen is him uh, rocking the guitar case. Yeah, and the tambourine. <laughs> like, I could just hear this part getting, like, really, like, produced, like, in a studio. And then when, like, the chorus kicks in, like... Several guitars, just a, a wall of sound. Yeah. Let me produce your record, TLI. <laughs> I got this. I'll get all Rick Rubin on your asses. Nice. Get the emotion out. Yeah. 
suck right back into the I know, it's just national right like, there. Like you and I, just two dorks sitting in the studio listening to it, just bobbing yep. our heads. Just feeling it, man. There's nothing else to say when she started just going, oh, man. I do think that wow. that song, when, when just tightened up with, like, you know, yeah. in the studio and let that voice shine, let those guitars sound huge. I mean, you, you can't pull that off. I mean, I thought it sounded great on television, obviously, but... You know, when, when you got the time to put in, like, you know, multiple layers of guitars to make that beefy sound come up and the drum. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I, I, I wish I had, like I said before, I wish I had a studio that I like that was mine and I could just kidnap that band and be like, all right, you got a weekend? Let's get this going. It's free. I'll take care of it. And let's make a monster of an album. There you go. So that's life goals right there. <laughs> you got to learn how to produce well, a record. Yeah, don't you have like an extra room in your house? Yeah, I mean, I, and I got like a mixing board and three microphones. I there mean, you how, go. That's Bam. all you need, right? I got sure. the editing software. Yeah, I got GarageBand. That's how that works. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do this on GarageBand. It'll totally work. Oh, man. Let's check out a voicemail. All right. Steve. Rev. It's Caesar. Yo! Hey man, I just want to say thanks for continuing the podcast. Um, looking forward to Friday at the Mariner game. Oh yeah! Got a couple of dishes going. Nice. And Rev, something that the haters hate, man. Doesn't matter how much you won on that damn show. <laughs> the fact that you got on there—that's all that matters, bro. Hell yeah! And uh, yeah, good positive guys. And Steve, I play this song just for you, bro. Have a good week. I have no idea. What I have no idea what this song. Caesar posted on the uh, on the mix cast yeah. on the Facebook group. I've learned <laughs> unless you put that phone right up it on that speaker, yeah. it does not pick it up as much as loud as you think it is. It just never picks it up. But uh, thanks for the message, Caesar. And yeah, I, thank I agree you, man. with what he said about the rev. Uh, we never really had a chance to fully break down the whole Wheel of Fortune thing. No. And I do want to say, like, as much as we give each other a hard time, the fact that, like, that was a goal that you had, yeah. right? Yeah, and absolutely. A, a dream. And it's not, it's a very almost impossible dream. And in, in lieu of Muhammad Ali passing, and we, we, I think anyone who's been on Facebook for a half a second, you've seen that, that, that speech that he gave and people turned into a meme about things that are impossible and there is no impossible. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there were probably people that thought, and I, hey man, I probably was guilty at first when you're like, I'm going to try and be on the real fortune and be like, there's no way it's going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to work That's out. Needle like, in a haystack. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe, but what are the odds? Come on. Like there's so much going against anybody to get to be on that show. Yeah. It's like winning the Powerball in a sense. And it, it, it literally starts off with a random drawing. You, right. Like, there's other ways you can go about it, because I heard about some people who, like, wrote to Wheel of Fortune because, you know, they're like, they're, she was a kindergarten teacher, and it was her dream to do it. Or it was an older lady who, uh, you know, it was the thing that they did all the time, and it was a right. bonding thing. Those are stories that, like, the producers of the show can get behind. Uh, a fat white guy doing radio is not one of those things that people are going to right. call out to. Right. It's just, it doesn't seem like, you know, that that's going to be the ideal contestant. Yeah. For, for, so I remember when like, and so to go back, what, what are we going back? Like over a year. This started, it was about a year now. I think it but was in June also, or July. This actually started like, like six years ago, back in the double R days. Yes. Because you tried out the same time that he was trying out. Yeah, and that was, and it's the same thing as we did this time. It's a, it's a cattle call. Yep. Uh, we just went down. At that time, it was at the, the Emerald Queen Casino, and you just go there, you fill out a form, and you give it, you put it in a big, you know, tumbler thing, and it's like 
pulling bingo numbers. Uh, they just you know bring it around, you know, shake it up, pull out names. Yeah, I never got my name called. Double R got his at that point, so it was kind of fun to call him, uh, you know, Thunder Stealer and a Dream Crusher, right? And, and, and all that stuff. But he ended up on the show, and I thought, well, there's now that hurts your chances even more. Why? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just by proxy, there's already been somebody from KISW on Seattle a, radio. in Seattle radio. Yeah. It's just like, this is never going to happen. Uh, and then, yeah, last June or so, they did another one, and it was they have the it was the worst things because they would do it on a Thursday right. at the Emerald Queen, and I was still living in North Seattle. I'm not doing that traffic. I just flat out said, I'm just not going to do it. At some point, I'll figure it out, and I'll get to it at some point. Uh, and then they did one in Everett on a Sunday. At the uh, Xfinity Arena. Yeah. And so uh, it was funny because uh, Matt Koch, the overnight sensation, he was talking about how stoked he was and he was going to go. And I'm like, oh, man, I'll pick you up. Let's do this. Yeah. So we went there on a Sunday uh, and just you know hung out, did it. Uh, in, into the second game, they called my name. Like, Unbelievable. Just absolutely random. I mean, I'm just sitting there BSing with him, and they call my name, and I just lose my mind. Oh, hell uh, yeah. And that's one of those things. You want to, and that's a key to doing anything in these game show stuff. I mean, because I've read about people uh, getting on the prices right, and it's like, well, they pick these random names. It's like, no, they don't. You do little interviews with mm-hmm. different people at different levels. You need to be excited all the time with these things. That's what they're looking for. They yeah. don't care how good you are at solving puzzles. No. I mean, really, it doesn't, it, it's like they're not looking for Wheel of Fortune math. No, especially at the beginning. They're just trying to get as many people who want to be there are super excited right. and can speak. Right. And so just make sure you don't you can speak loudly and clearly and you don't have any marbles in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, it'll work out fine. Act like you're happy to be there. Yeah. Have a story because someone's going to talk to you and be like, so what do you do for fun? And so what I did on that first one, I noticed the lady who was sitting there and writing down everyone's information and nodding along and what they're saying. I'm like, all right, she's the person that I need to talk to. Right. That's the, that's the lady I got to put my A game in The front of. first person to right. get your foot in the door. And so I just talked about how I worked in radio, which doesn't hurt. And then also that uh, I just told a funny story about how I uh, draw bacon uh, celebrity drawings. Yeah. And it was just a silly thing, but it got the crowd, you know, a little, they laughed a little bit and she laughed. And that was the one thing that was important. Huge. So I made it interesting. Uh, and then from there, they make you wait, I think it's like three months. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get a, uh, they'll say you'll either get a letter or an email. And I got an email. I was selected. Hooray! Right. And, oh no, not even at that point. That wasn't even selected. That was for the second audition. Right, because you didn't have to go to like a secret hotel. Yeah. yeah and see, have sex with a casting director. Not so much. All right, just oral. Because, wow! Uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to buy an O. <sighs> yeah, that's never going away. Um, but yeah, we have the second audition, and I'm like, I was like, oh, this is in the bag. This is just uh, whatever, uh, you know. Just the it's we. I've got this made. Go down there, and there's still 70 people oh. going into a uh, a hotel conference room, and they have some stuff set up in the front. And again, it starts off where they're like, "All right, stand up, call out a letter that's on this puzzle that we had, uh, introduce yourself, and tell us a little story, but it's not too nothing too big. It's just your name, where you're from, and what you do." And again, mm-hmm. I'm like, "I work in radio," uh, and it, it gets the next guy, the next producer's attention, sure, it perks up their ears, exactly. And so. Uh, uh, we do that, and you just make sure you call out the right things, you do things correctly, and that the fact that you can listen to direction. When they're like, louder, you be louder. They say smile, you smile. Just just so you can show that you can take direction. Right. Uh, because, again, like you said, it doesn't matter about 
puzzle solving. No, they want to make sure that you're good on television. Exactly. It's a TV show. It's not really... Yeah, obviously people are competing, but the, the end of the day, the, it's a television show. They mm-hmm. want they want people to watch. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, they do that, and they go through all the people, solve a couple puzzles, do you know a couple little things, then they do the test. Mm-hmm. So there is a test, but uh, I don't do good on hangman style things. There's it's Wheel of Fortune is different than Hangman, mm-hmm. uh, just by a little bit. So if they show all the letters, it works out, and I can figure it out, and it's a game thing. Um, but when you just have like a piece of paper that has all the blank things, they're like, figure out this thing. I'm like, oh, I hate those. Yeah. Uh, so I got probably about halfway through it and got a bunch of those, and then they send those, they take those back, make you wait for a half hour. I wouldn't be surprised if they just throw those away. They could. Yeah. They could. It's just like they look at the pictures, they're like, all right, well, this one's good. And or they probably want to be like, all right, that guy didn't look like he was like losing his mind. You yeah. know what I mean? Like They yeah. probably are observing you guys as you're trying to figure it out. More than likely. So at that point, you're not paying attention. You you only have five minutes for this test. Right. They're just making you get through it as quickly as possible. Uh, and then they come back and they're like, all right, uh, they call off some names. and like, everyone else, uh, you may have a chance. And that's the one thing they always say with all of them. No matter what, you have a chance because they'll pick randoms from the postcards and everything and those other people who don't quite make it uh, as backups or whatever, at least give you hope. Uh, And so I was in that last one, and then it's uh, more about what you do, uh, more interviews, uh, family, stuff like that. And then that's just when you put on your A game as much as possible Mm -hmm. uh, and show that, give them a reason to put you on the air. I mean, really, I mean, it's it's amazing probably, and I bet you saw this, that there were some people there that didn't act like they wanted, they were trying to act too cool for school. Yeah. You got to kind of throw all that out the window. You're about to go on national TV for Mm. better or for worse. So people, first off, people are going to make fun of you no matter what. Right. Like they're going to find out a reason. Haters going to hate, potatoes going to (laughs) potate. Potate. <laughs> but yeah, so you just keep doing that. You keep throwing it out there and just being really, really excited. When they say pretend that you're going, pretend that you're spinning the wheel. Mm-hmm. They don't have the giant wheel there. They just pretend it. So go through the motions, pantomime it like you're doing as just as much as possible. Clap for everyone. Just be enthusiastic for everyone else. And I bet that had a lot to do with it. Man. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you can see it when you were if, if, when people were watching me. I couldn't stop smiling. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was hitting bankrupt and lose a turn, but I was also being really animated when that happened too but i was still smiling and i was having a good time because this was a dream i mean i pretty much grew up learning to read from wheel of fortune (laughs) i kind of figured this out because grandma and grandpa would always watch it and those are the ones wheel of fortune and jeopardy were the two games we would always watch you know seven o'clock and then even you know living with uh my buddy sean when we were doing that you don't bail on the wheel that mm-hmm. was our our saying. Seven o'clock. If we're both home hanging out, we watch the we wheel. watch the wheel of fortune. And here you are now on the wheel of fortune. Yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. I mean, that's why it's like when I tell people, like you know, like I do, I do believe in like when you have the right positive mindset for something, and mm-hmm. like even if you didn't get on it, you had a great experience on the. The fact that you got to go into the callbacks and you got to do yeah. all that kind of stuff, like that's a success right in itself. Like when you really think about it, when you remove yourself, yeah, obviously you want to be on the Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. Like that's the end goal. <laughs> but not everyone gets that opportunity. But you had at least a chance. Yeah. And you put your best foot forward and then look what happened. 
you're on the wheel of freaking fortune and it for was, the world to yeah, see. For yeah, everyone to see. And I, I, I didn't make myself look like a jackass. No. Uh, I didn't yell too loud or anything like that. No, you weren't like that girl. No, Ravina. Yeah. And I mean she was super nice and everyone was super nice. And it was just like one of those things where they even try to make sure like all of the contestant coordinators and stuff are like, you're not playing against the other people. You're going, you know, you're Except you're for tr- Phil. Yeah. F that guy. <laughs> Well, I mean, he was he was a nuclear scientist or technician, yeah. and uh, to be perfectly honest, I fed him a lot of stuff because if I was hit, yes. lose a lose a turn or the bankrupt, he was there to kind of scoop it up. How many times? You know, why don't we play some of the audio? All right, so then I'll pick your brain again. So for anyone that didn't hear it, Rev was on the Wheel of Fortune. What, like two weeks ago? Uh, Memorial Day. Memorial Day, so okay. the 30th. Uh, yeah, just a, about a week and some change, yeah. We'll, we'll go right to number two. So this is the mm-hmm. moment when... Pat Sajak, and that had to have been, how were your nerves when this was about to happen? It was it was one of those things that are like, oh, what did you say? Like, a lot of people were asking me, what did you say? And I was like, I don't remember. Like, there's Pat Sajak, the guy that helped yeah. you learn how to read, now yeah. asking you questions <laughs> yeah. while cameras are on you. There's an audience. Your you wife is in there. You can't think about any of those things. You just can't. And right. it's, it was autopilot. I remember just uh, talking about those, like, just going through what I was going to say. And I don't remember. I don't remember any of it. Other than just seeing it on TV. Well, then let's relive it right now. Hi, Justin. Hello. Justin Robinson from Seattle. You're engaged. Is this true? Yes. I've got a beautiful fiance, Michelle, who uh, manages to tolerate my uh, ridiculousness. And your ridiculousness, uh, others can hear as well, right? Yes. I am on the radio as a producer and on-air talent for a local rock station. Mm-hmm. Up in, uh, up in, mm-hmm. Seattle, yep, in, in Seattle. Seattle. And a podcast. Originally from Tacoma. Right? Yes. <laughs> originally from Tacoma. <laughs> um, did you know that, like... You answered that. You yeah. gave your answer. Did you know that, that that would lead him into ridiculous being radio guy? No. Because he's um, a pro, man. He is a pro because I, like the whole ridiculousness thing, I, I didn't know where they were going to start. Like I didn't know right. if he was going to start with a job or start with uh, uh, talking about my fiance, wife, and all that stuff. Or your bacon <laughs> drawings for all we know. Or any of that stuff. And so they they tell you certain things to, to, to write down. Um, but since I wasn't going to be on the Seattle uh, shows due to the random drawings of that, uh, like like getting engaged on the Space Needle doesn't matter. Doing a lot of that stuff really doesn't. So it's like, well, I'm 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 getting married and I work in radio and I wanted to definitely pump those things. Right. Uh, and then beyond that, it's like 15, 20, 30 seconds, however long it is. Nah, he's just a pro. Then he knew like where to go. <sighs> he's he good. steered you right in that direction. You know, because it's like they, yeah. they only do like like less than a minute. Intros. He's been doing it for over thirty years. Yeah, he, and, he cuts through all the BS. Yeah, exactly. And like just. Like cools a cucumber. There was one point where we had a puzzle that was totally screwed up uh, because our clickers didn't work. Oh, uh, and for that they just they reset the puzzle. You go back and you just kind of hang out for a second. Um, but he like he doesn't like Bill O'Reilly it or you know BJ it. He doesn't lose his mind or anything. He's just like oh all right all right whatever. And oh, he yeah. just goes. Well, we heard rumors thing. those guys get tanked as the, the the show goes on. And we were the, I was the sixth. Episode. So he's hammered by that point. He could have been allegedly. because there's a nice long lunch break, right? Yeah. Where they and shots, he's already shots. yeah he's already said before that they just straight up do that like at yeah. least in the past they have a couple glasses of wine go over to the Mexican place across the street. Yeah, we heard those stories before. So him and Van are probably just hammed up. Yeah, talking to Justin. Which, uh, <laughs> I, I do want to play that number four because that's the one where like you went on an awesome run, and I'm thinking while wow, you're winning all these prizes. Obviously, we talked about the one where. 
Uh, you, you almost won a million dollars, which would have been just insane. But the one where you go on a good run, I remember my wife and I are just watching it. And I'm like, you know, it's funny because like you talk about like, I was really going to be bummed if you didn't at least have a run, if that yeah. makes sense. Like uh, at least like you got to solve a problem at the end, which I was like, please let them just solve one thing. I was thinking that too. Like, and oh, it's the worst part because the puzzle right before that, Phil was guessing every letter and spinning Phil. because it's a valid tactic, but screw him for doing it. He was killing time because he knew we were running short on time, and so he was waiting oh. to get either them to call it, to what buzz it, dick. or or to uh, have just the last puzzle just be the one where you just guess the letters. They're running out of time. He does his final spin. Gotcha. So yeah, he was he was getting me, and I knew it. I'm just like, come on, just let me answer one. Just let me have a moment. Like then that, that that's why I was so pumped. Even though this this clip it ends not necessarily how we all wanted it to end, but I was like, at least you had a moment where you were. On a, you were on a heater. Uh, and here's the audio of that. Justin. 600. L. L's we have. There's no end. And no end. There's the other. <laughs> okay. F. There are two Fs. Pick up that shopping spree. It's worth $6,000. $6,000 shopping spree. That goes right down there. <laughs> and you have over 2500 cash. I'd like to buy an O. One O. Yeah, baby. Oh. 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 Okay. Oh. M. Yes, one M. Pick up that wild card, please. Oh, my wife and I are going nuts. That, we have $2,800. I'd like to buy an A. Yes, yeah. one yeah. A, and that's it for vowels. And I didn't know it. I didn't know it. Oh, you didn't? Oh, no. Man. Okay. That was going to be my question. That's really a bummer, as we like to say in the game show world. I'm sorry. Uh, and yeah, that was the thing. It was a before and after puzzle. Yeah. So those are when they're combined. And yeah. so it was. I hate um, those. It ended up being the Milky Way of life. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't figure out the Milky part. I, I couldn't figure out Milky. I didn't know. Like, I couldn't figure. Brad, this is a birds and the bees conversation that we don't need to have right now. <laughs> but I couldn't. I, di- I didn't know that it was Milky. So that was why I had to spend one more time. I thought I had an idea because I knew the W or the Y yeah. for way. So that would have doubled that up. I would have been able to figure it out. Of course, it doesn't help when you hit bankrupt. But I'm, I'm glad to know that at least you didn't know it because I was like, oh, I wonder if he knew that and he just no. handed it over. The one I did know. Well, I mostly knew was the uh, the trip one where I spun and I got to lose a turn oh. um, because it was full service uh, uh, seaside spa, and I couldn't I didn't know if the first word was full service or self service because even though the S was up, my brain just didn't see oh, it. It's overwhelming. Yeah. at that moment, and so it's like I don't want to screw this up, and then I'm like, oh, well, I need a little bit of money for taxes, <laughs> so I spun and then got the lose a turn because I looked at the wheel and I was like, there's no bankrupts around. So freaking Phil and freaking Uncle Sam. Yeah, I, th- I was like, I think I'm safe. There's no bankrupts around. I go. And I'm getting ready to guess, and I hear the bloop, and I look down, and I'm like, no, ow. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, my fiance slash wife uh, was really stoked because there's going to be a $6,000 shopping spree. And it's gone. And a trip to like Bermuda or whatever uh. the heck it was. It's oh like, well, ah. I mean, you know what? Like, like, and we've had this conversation with me with that when I do those celebrity hockey games, and sometimes I get some some years I do okay. And in other years, I don't do so okay. <laughs> but it's just the fact that I get to do it. And the fact yeah. that you got to do it, I think it's awesome. I think it's a great I think it's a great moment of inspiration for people. Like, if you have a dream, even if it's as ridiculous as being on the Wheel of Fortune, yeah. 
Try. See it through. Just do everything you can to get it done. And if it doesn't happen, all right, well, at least you tried. I know. I got to figure out a new bucket list item, though, because, like, I'm 37. Yeah. And one of the ladies I was with, Terrell, who was super awesome, she even came to my viewing party in Tacoma. Uh, she She's just like, I'm 60, and I just finally hit my bucket list. Yeah. Like, if you're still sitting around, walking around this earth, keep finding new you things. You have a to chance. Do. You have yeah. a chance to go do something. That's so, dude, it's so true, and I'm very happy for you. Thank and you. I, and I just wanted to take a moment just at least to, you know, we, we, we joke a lot, we give you a hard time, but I think that what you did right there is a great inspiration for any of the people that listen to this podcast or listen to the radio show. Yeah, we could goof and we could make fun of the quote-unquote failures of it, but... It's a gigantic success. And I got to solve a puzzle. Yeah. And not only did I solve the puzzle, but it was uh, it was kind of uh, uh, ironic, the fact that it was electric razor. Let's listen to okay, that yeah. one. Yeah, might as well check that one out. Justin. Z. Do you have a Z up there anywhere, Van? If you can't, there you go. Electric razor. Yeah, that's Boom. it. And I totally got to use a Z. <laughs> We'll file that under ironic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I'm glad you came up with that. You know, yeah. you and Avina both had the, the, the unfortunate combination of, uh, of a hot player and couldn't buy a break out here. Yeah. But yeah. still, you end up with $1,500. Nice Thanks so much. Rest here. I'll be back. All right. Um, you know, it's funny. We got an email that falls right in line with this. And the subject huh. is, thank you, guys. It's from Cody. Says, hey guys, haha, ha, rev sucks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Cody. He says, I want to thank you guys for what you've helped me through my life starting from last year when I first started listening. Ooh. With inspiration stemming from Steve's name change on the show to the year of the hustle, last year I ended up demanding to be put on a machine at work instead of what I was doing, which ended up causing me multiple surgeries, some bad depression, and now. I'm an apprentice machinist at my job. Nice. Now, almost a year and a half later, I'm still in that position, learning every day, and I love it. I'm attempting to take it further. I plan to hike and fish more uh, this year and attempt to lose weight. I'm also trying to meet some fellow douches as I'm not very comfortable around new people. I was at the Rock Girl party uh, alone, had a chance to meet Steve, Rev, and Toppy at one point, but couldn't bring myself to introduce myself because I felt like it would be a burden. Anyway, take care of douches, and that's from Cody. Cody, never feel like it's a burden. It's... Like, those are the events where we come to meet you guys, like, specifically. And, I mean, for the most part, like, unless I'm in a bathroom, if you see me somewhere, come say hi. Yeah. Like, I have no issue with that whatsoever, um, especially like like at the rock roll parties or going to going to play or watch baseball this uh, on Friday. Right. Like, we're there to hang out with you guys. Yeah. I mean, we want to obviously I want to see the Mariners win. But at the end of the day, the <laughs> reason why we're there is to hang out and have fun. Yeah. And, and, and to echo what the ref said. I mean, honestly, there's so many times and the thing that bums me out the most is when I'm like at like Top Foods or I'm at Fred Meyer and I get a Facebook message. From somebody saw you. I saw you, and it was like five. Like I saw you five minutes ago. I didn't want to bug you because you were with your wife. And I'm like, trust me, my wife will be the first to admit that it'll eventually switch from you thinking you're bugging me to me bugging you because I'm really <laughs> happy to meet anybody that I've had a yeah. chance to meet. Like, yeah, obviously some days are better than others, and some days we're busy, and and, and like anybody in life. But please, if you ever see any of us, I speak for all of us, and I'm comfortable enough to say that mm-hmm. I speak for all of us, say hi, because it's way cooler to meet you than to get that Facebook message saying, I thought I saw you, but I feel like I was just picking up some trapper sushi in, in uh, Puyallup Ooh. in Sunrise Village. They blocked off the streets because they had a car show, and as I'm about to walk into trappers, I hear, Steve! I turn around, I'm like, who the hell said my name? Now I'm like, did they 
is it me, Steve? Is it someone else, Steve? There's a lot of Steves well, out there. Well, it turns out it was two guys that are big fans of the show. Oh, cool. And it was awesome. And they, were, and they were like, oh, we were debating whether or not we could say hi. I don't want to bug you. I'm like, bro, no. Like, we do this job because we want to entertain people. Yeah. And if we find out that we are by meeting people that are entertained by what we do, it's it's the most flattering thing in the world. So, there's, Cody, thank you for the yeah. message. And there's, I mean, there's a little bit to us that we love we love the attention. We love attention. Well, I mean, well, I know. This is what we do. Right. And for people that, like myself, and I think you as well, we're kind of introverted people. Mm-hmm. The fact that people come up knowing us, excited to meet us, it helps break the ice and it makes it so much less awkward. Yeah. The things that you think would make things awkward, like for someone that's afraid to come up, Trust me, you coming up and saying hi and saying that you listen is the greatest thing I could hear because I'm really crappy at small talk and (laughs) knowing that, oh, you're a listener. Oh, it's fun to talk about hearing your opinion on things. I love it, man. So keep it up. Absolutely, Keep it up, people. (laughs) Uh, This is an email from Ben. Oh, first line. My name is Ben. Hi, Ben. Like looking for his name, and it's like the first line. Been a long time listener. I hailed from the Northwest, North Idaho. I I must say I miss Top Shelf's hyena laugh and orange soda taste tests, but one must keep moving forward. Anyway, I want to let you know that uh, you have a Titanic douche working for the Pittsburgh Penguins. What? You work for the Penguins? Wow. Oh. If I tell my friend the J-Mac, he's going to lose his mind. He's a huge Penguins fan. Right. I'm looking forward to watching and drinking at the draft tournament here in Pittsburgh. Oh, bro. Wow. They're doing one in Pittsburgh. Be sure to let them know that you listen to us uh, here yeah. in Seattle. And uh, if, you, if you ever have any extra goalie equipment, like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. And man, what a cool company to be working for right now. They're one game away from winning the Stanley Cup. I was about to ask, is like, how close are they to doing They're that? Three games to one. Now, I wonder if he gets a chance to go hang out with the, with the Cub. Or is it oh. just players and uh, st- coaching staff? Hey, sometimes people on the staff get a ring. <laughs> yeah. Ben, well, I mean, like for the Super Bowl, Tony Ventrella got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Like, so, like, Photographers any- did. Yeah. It's up to the team. The team picks. Oh, okay. I don't know how it is in hockey. But I know in football, the team gets to give rings to other people. I, it probably comes out of their pocket, not the people, but like the team. Yeah, the team. Um, so that's why, like, longtime photographer, I think the guy by the name of Corky, he got a ring. And I know it's a great <laughs> name. And uh, of course, Ventrella, deservingly. I mean, there's so much that goes into an organization other than the players on the ice. Yeah. And it's cool when a team recognizes that. But, dude, that is badass that you work for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And soon. Quite possibly soon to be champ, Stanley Cup champion Pittsburgh Penguins, and they got a hot rookie goalie. Yeah, if you could steal his uh, practice jersey, I'd be more than happy to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> so selfish. I'm kidding. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah, don't don't risk your job on that. But I mean, hey, if it's small, it falls but, off the truck, you know, hey. But hey, if it's not a job risking offense, <laughs> who am I to tell you not to do it? Let's check out another voicemail. Hi, it's Mama Hockney. Oh. Just called to let you know I'm just listening to you today's show, and I wanted to say to Justin, Hi. good job, at least you come home with something, yep. or Thank you. maybe uh, broke even, <laughs> but it was a joy to watch you, and um, I'll talk to you soon, love you guys. We love you. Um... I think she's listening to us. Bye-bye. That's you. Was that me? She was listening to you while leaving a voicemail for us. That's great. That is awesome. She's on Twitter now, too. Yeah, I know. She just started following. And I just finally met Dwayne, her son, Hawknado. Oh, cool. In the most random way ever. 
My wife and I are walking Lulu around our development because he lives nearby. Oh, okay. He just was on a walk himself. And as he's getting closer, I'm like, gosh, I mean, you know, you know people from social media. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't, I'm like, gosh, that looks like him. But I didn't want to be, you know, here I am telling people, say hi. <laughs> but I didn't know if it was him. And then that would have been awkward. Like, hey, are you yeah, the guy I totally. listens to my podcast? And the guy's like, no, I'm not. Uh, who the hell <laughs> who are, are you? you? Get away right. from me. And I'm banning you from my neighborhood. Um, but it turns out it was him. So we talked for a little bit. Cool. And, um, I was telling him how much we love hearing from his mom, and he was telling him talking about that. He leaves. My wife's like, "Oh, that guy seemed really nice." I'm like, "Oh yeah." And then she's like, "Well, what's going on with his mom?" And I'm like, "She listens to our podcast." She's like, "No way." I'm like, "Yeah, she does." <laughs> and now she's been leaving voicemails, and I found a past podcast of the first time she left the voicemail, and I played it for my my wife. And my wife's just like, "Man, she sounds just like your mom." Like just very oh my gosh similar, yeah right yeah similar spirit it sounds like and just a good woman uh great son it was very cool to meet her and uh, I I have to agree with Barrett uh one of our fine Titanic douches on the on the Migscast Facebook page he said I vote Hawknado's mom as the official mom of the Migscast done so yes <laughs> it is done Rev said so well I mean yeah I mean you already said you agree so um. You know, Couple of messages about hockey. Uh, I love uh, probably because we had my buddy Nick on, and yeah. the draft tournament's next weekend. I can't believe it's already here. Where's that at? Bremerton. Oh, that one's yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And so far, I've seen the 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 jerseys. The they're they're playing off of uh, Seattle grunge bands. Or yeah, yeah. Se- yeah. Obviously, the Foo Fighters aren't technically from Seattle, but they're but Seattle ties. It's close enough. So they yeah, have a yeah, team yeah. called the Goon Fighters, and they all have flannel jerseys, <laughs> like or you know printed flannel. It's not real flannel. That would be very hot. Um, <laughs> then you have the next one they showed off was Alice in Nets. Nice. And so instead Good of it's like the Alice in Chains logo, but with the hockey sticks instead of like the sun. Oh, cool. It's very cool. Then this is the one I'm hoping to get. Fingers crossed. Puck Jam. The Pearl Jam stick figure. <laughs> Instead of Pearl Jam, it says Puck Jam. Yeah. Awesome. That is cool. And the most recent one they put out is the Screen thrill, uh, the, the uh, screen River. So Screen in hockey is when a player is standing in front of the goalie, you're screening him. Okay. And of course, Green River. For Green River, yeah. So That's I cool. thought that was cool that they went real deep. Yeah. For a band. Like yeah. that, I did not expect Green River to be a band that they would give a nod to. And it, it, it's kind of interesting because like the hockey in the Northwest, I mean, they go pretty well together because of like the hockey that we have here. Right. But in in terms of like hockey puns. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> Still two more jerseys to be announced because there's six teams. Uh La- Larry says, I just I just I have a food truck. I don't sell tamales, but I have the best burgers around. Mm. I was wondering what days you're gonna be in Bremerton for the beer league uh, uh hockey tournament. I'm from Bremerton. I might be able to bring the truck down for you guys. I'm a huge fan of the MIGS cast. Ooh. Thanks. Larry, if you are able to, we are there uh so it's Father's Day weekend, so it's the seventeenth, is the Friday, I mm-hmm. believe. Friday night, we're at a bar. It's not. It's just an ass show. There's no chance that anyone's <laughs> eating. Um, but we're at the rink in Bremerton, at, and there's only one hockey rink in Bremerton. We're at that rink all day long on Saturday and Sunday. So, I mean, any time in the afternoon, if you're able to swing by, that would be That'd be awesome. Wait, which weekend did you say that? The, the weekend of the 17th. Oh, wow, because the 18th, I will be in Bremerton. Well, we're there. That's Friday, Saturday the 18th. Yeah, yeah, Saturday yeah. the 18th. I've got, I've got a cricket wireless uh, uh, appearance. Oh, swing by. So, yeah, yeah, I'll come by. I'm Especially if there's a food truck over there. Yeah. yeah. What but time yeah. is your appearance? From 4 to 6 p.m. Oh, yeah, dude, we're going to be there way before that, and 
I would imagine we'll still be there after six. Yeah, I, maybe not, I'll pop by and uh, see a little early there because first off, I don't know how long it's going to take me yeah. to get to Bremerton. Yeah, uh, just because I just don't know what the traffic is going to be like, even if it's a Saturday. Good point. So I might just get there a little early, watch you play a little hockey. I know Nick and the boys would love to meet. Well, they've already met you when they came in studio, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, That's, yeah, totally. Fun. And I know Augustine. He said he's making some tamales. Oh yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah, I'm in. S is getting real. So uh, <laughs> Larry, yeah, keep in touch. Um, email me uh, the uh, at the KSW one just because. I don't check the the Migscast one. I only check it until the day. Tuesday. Yeah. On Tuesday, so that way I just kind of accumulate it. But if you do end up coming, just uh, Steve at KISW.com, and hopefully I'll have a better idea of the schedule. Well, I probably won't know the real schedule until Saturday morning or Friday night, but we're, we are definitely there all day long. Damn. I just don't know what time my games are. That's going to be interesting. I just want to see what uh, an entire troop of drunk hockey players oh, looks like. It's going to be awesome. Because it's more than just a team. It's yeah. a lot of people. It's six teams. So wow. there's like 80 people. Oh my just... gosh, that's a lot of people. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's it's the man, the myth, the legend, the star of the podcast and the mega cast, the Ted Smith. Oh, hey guys. Hi there. Hi. I just was walking by and I was like, oh, it's just, it's just Steve and Rev in there chit chatting yeah, now. Yeah. hanging out. You know, just BS and do a podcast do. of two now. <laughs> yeah. It looked a little lonely. I won't lie. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't figured out what we're doing. Are you guys going to add somebody or just. Well, we, we, we have enough people lying around the station, like lying around like it's like a, like a weird brothel outside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, they just whenever they're done banging, we'll pull someone in. I don't know. We were thinking someone from our show because we have a lot of people still. Yeah. I, we haven't really put a lot of thought into it. Were you, what were you thinking? I I don't know. I mean, you're working with the Reverend Fuego now, who, number one, TV star. That's Thank right. You. Thank I, you. I've number two, there's ABC's wild- ABC's the Reverend in Fuego. Yeah. There's wild <laughs> rabbits running around his home. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hood rabbits, man. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't- Do you have to add anything? I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe we just have a revolving door. Anyone who walks by just pops on Yeah, they, if they actually look into it, just- Beckoning them in. Yeah, I mean, as you can tell, we were very happy to see. It. It's like human life. Like, yes, There's human life. Person. It's like the last two men on the world. <laughs> right. Just two guys. A podcast. I will say for Rev, I recommend maybe one more person, just so you don't have to like do that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? I'm okay with it. All right. Like uh, it's a team effort now. I'll upload it. He'll record it. I'll upload it. Yeah, and I'll I'll, I'll note uh, any bad words, and then so, I'll uh, edit it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right, that's my train of thought. I don't do anything for either of my podcasts. <laughs> I just you talk. can just sit over there. Right. I'm the worst host ever. No, you're like the truest of all hosts. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're just F- host. I show up and I talk. Right. What more do you want from me? I'm giving you the goods. That's right. I'm giving you my talent. <laughs> Love it. More people would be blessed to have that. See, see, Ted, you're talking about the rabbit, man. You got to come down. Like next time you got an EQC thing, you got to pop over to the place. We can barbecue. I can grill now. I've figured out how to do so. Look at you. Yeah, and he's then a, uh, he's an adult now. Yes, mostly. And then you can hang out and you can check out the rabbit. All right, July 23rd. Ooh. Boom. Is that the next? Um, yeah. Rumble? Nice. Uh, 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 Super Fight League League. used to be Cage Sport uh, MMA down at uh, Emerald Queen Casino. Yeah, we can hear it from the house. Are you that close? We are that close. That was when I texted you the one day that you were there. It was because we could hear it. I was like, what's going on? I was like, that sounds like fights. I bet Ted's there. We looked. I looked on your Twitter. I was like, oh yeah, Ted's there. And I (laughs) sent you the text, but unfortunately it was too late. But yeah. Crap, I'm going to have to to check my schedule. It'll be kind of fun to go check out the next one. Every time, the last time I went, it was so much fun. Yeah. yeah, I was just say we'll get Steve a pair of tickets, and then we'll have a post-fight, uh, we'll get you a pair of tickets, and then Heck we'll get crazy. Yeah. Have a little post-fight uh, barbecue. Nice. Heck yeah. Yeah. 
Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll bring some sausage. We, it's a whole thing. Yeah, bring some of that. I'll bring room. some of that tofu. Have you guys had the men's room yet? Oh, f oh. Okay, well, there's an edit right there. <laughs> he, that he is just like, yeah. That is a true response. That sausage is good. <laughs> I never curse on this podcast. You got so excited about the sausage, you just dropped the F bomb. I've shared so many stories that are warranting of a curse word. <laughs> That's the first time where I'm like, oh F yeah, I have. It's amazing. Well, I tell everybody, I feel like a like an I don't know what the word is. Like I don't want to sound like I'm pandering, but that sausage is the best sausage I've ever had. It's so good. Yeah. We we had it at the Mariners game. Oh, not the wow. Mariners, the Sounders match. Oh, Sounders oh, match. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. that's right. That's right. what we had. But you're yeah. are you coming in a Mariners game on Friday night? That's a no. <laughs> I was like, twist my arm. I don't know. Oh, I thought we already talked about this. Yeah, all right, I'm in. All right, good. Well, go. I never know that. if your wife's going or what. Oh, no, you know you trump my wife any day of the week. I'm in. Yeah. She even mentioned, I think, <laughs> anyway, I want to go to the game. I'm like, well, it's too bad. Ticket's already taken. Tough nuts. Sucker. By my number one, D. Ted Smith. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, Michelle's finding that out right now with uh, with Brogan down uh, down in Tacoma. Oh, oh she's now second fiddle. Oh, yeah, and it's it's so weird because I mean we've been married a month, and it's just like Brogan's over all the time, and it's like we're doing a lot of stuff together because I haven't been able to hang out with him like this in like ten years almost. Well, yeah, because you had like what fifty miles separating. The yeah, two and of there's you. no way I'm dealing with that traffic to get down to Tacoma. At any Not point. even for that platonic life partner. Nope. Stop doing that. So now she's coming across that. Does she like it or no? She seems to be cool with it so far. Oh boy. A lot of mm -hmm. the times, it, well, mm -hmm. a lot of the times it's trying to like just kind of like slough her off uh, with his wife. But I'll Aww. go hang out with her. It'll be fine. That and never works. And she's super cool. And we're all like, it's everyone's cool. But at the same point, I'm just like saying, hey, go do something else. You know, yeah. it's kind of like, uh, you're married now, bro. You get to. You think you would think that, and that just comes from how, someone who's not married. How often a week are you bringing over the the, the PLP? Oh, he just shows up uh, unannounced. So, uh, you're living week. with Kramer, pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, like minus the end bombs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know him. Really well, no, yeah, well. definitely. Well, that was Michael yeah, Richards. Yeah. Kramer was never racist. Kramer point. dated black women. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Kramer loved everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the last time it happened was Saturday. Uh, Michelle was doing something else, so he just shows up. He's like, he sent me a text. He's like, I'm going to show up at some point. I'm uh -huh. like, okay. And you know, like three, four hours later, does he, he have just a key up. to the room yet or house? He well, he's the landlord. Oh, so he has a key. So to the he house. does, but he hasn't used it. <laughs> so I feel like nothing good is coming of this. And notice you didn't say he has a key and he won't use it. You said he has a key and he hasn't used it. Right? Because yeah, implying that he will. There's a good chance that it could happen, and it's one of those great chance. And that's one of those things that I learned long ago not to get into like money relationships with him mm -hmm. because we shared a cell phone, uh, uh, you know, oh, about a decade right. ago. And we had the minute plan, and he would always go over the minutes, like to the point where I'm yelling at him via text, via phone, via like a married anything. Couple. Yeah, to stop using the phone, and he just won't. And so that kind of cured me of doing that. Um, yeah. But technically, it's not his house; it's his wife's house. So I do a lot of the business dealings with her on that end, and so I give her the rent check, and I say, hey, there's something wrong with that, and we figure it out. So far, it is seems okay. giving her the rent check a euphemism for something that I missed? Nope, no. nope. That's just giving a check that is for the rent. Well, there's a lot of pressure on your wife now. Number one, she should just like the wife because it would make it easier for you, but yeah. it's also your landlord. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we've known each other That's for a, a long point. time. Right? Like, yeah, they've been married for a while now. And so. But it, you can't bitch about your a hole landlord to them. 
No, no. Hopefully they don't turn into that, or else it's going to be weird, vague Facebooks, uh, you know, Facebook postings. And that's right. We have Facebook to solve those problems. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we can just bitch about it there. The best. <laughs> the vague posting, dude. I so I love your guys' Facebook drama, right? Yeah. I saw one a few weeks ago, and this lady goes, "I was at a bar tonight talking politics and religion, <sighs> and somebody had the nerve to tell us we shouldn't be talking politics or religion in a bar." And then in all caps, she said, "This is what's wrong with our country. You can't express <laughs> your opinion." And I was like, "My dad told me when I was like nineteen, like." Here's a couple rules about going to bars. Right. Yeah. Don't talk politics or religion. Right. That's the first one. Like, yeah, those what are the politics, two rules. Religion and abortion. Like wow, that's like the yeah. that's like the trifecta. That those are not fun bar conversations. I'm amazed somebody had to tell you not to bring up abortion in a bar. <laughs> what did you and your friends talk about, Steve? I need another <laughs> shot of fireball and I'm thinking about an abortion. <laughs> Who's in? Is that a drink? You pregnant? You want a drink? Got an abortion. Oh, God. No? Uh, see, that's why you don't talk about apparently it. We don't go to the yeah. same bars. Yeah. Wallop, man, it's lit down there. Dude, apparently. You just never know what's going to happen at Bumpies. Bumpies. Bumpies? Bumpies is the place where you do have a conversation about abortion, I bet. Yeah. You never been to Bumpies? Never. I tried, even when I lived in Tacoma, even I tried Even at Toppy's not- wedding? Did you not sneak over there with us? Oh, is that that place? Yeah. I spent like 10 minutes there. That oh. place, no, that, that that skeeved me out. Oh, that place is awesome. Yeah. I went the night before because I was down there for the rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. And, I don't, you know, I don't think they invited me. I think I just showed up. <laughs> and I, like, got a hotel in Puyallup. I was having a big weekend. Surprise! But we went to Bumpy's, yeah, and it was like two minutes we were in there, and people were, like, sending us Miller Lights oh, and yeah. Fireball. I was like, Bumpy's is the best. I wow. Remember. And they're supposed to have great pizza. Yeah, we didn't get to the pizza, but yeah, <laughs> there's a couple good pizza places right down there. I don't know if they work in cahoots with uh, the trackside pizza, the, the, oh. but apparently that place is really good too. I found a yeah, like I uh, found a solid Tacoma pizza place that actually delivers because my place is kind of a black hole when it comes oh, to I delivery because it's right by the hockey rink. Yeah, and nobody yeah, delivers. Yeah, to the hockey it's rink. either Domino's, which is fine, or this. I maybe even already brought it up because I remember yeah. talking about Abella's. Yeah. Like that pizza place is legit. I'll have to try that. Place. Yeah, yeah. PLP showed up on Saturday. Uh, he just showed up, like I said. And that was one of those things. He's on a diet, and I'm like, I'm ruining that. We're getting a pizza. Yeah. And then he had to explain to the wife that he was cheating on his diet, and apparently- See, this is, the relationships are going to fall apart because what, you two are so yeah. close together. Now. What day yeah. of the week was it? That was Saturday. Ugh, come on, it's a Saturday. That's what yeah. I was saying. I'll listen to your diet talk any one of the five weekdays. <laughs> but like after about 3 p.m. on a Saturday, mm. the hell with yeah. that. All yeah. bets are off. Yeah. yeah. I was like a champ. Yeah, I was playing video games all, all day, and uh, I was pretty inebriated. I'm like, oh, I'm buying a pizza. I don't care. You gotta yeah. make your way to that Canyon Pizza, the gas station pizza. Since now you're closer, yeah, it, you, you gotta sell it better than gas station pizza, man. I might or Look at might the not smile have, on his face. That yeah. sells it for me. I might have or might not have had it yesterday. Ooh, <laughs> Steve and I also have very specific Domino's orders. Found out Spokane. It was like, yes. you didn't get it Brooklyn style. What's wrong with you? What's Brooklyn style? Oh, it's the oh best. Rev. thin Uh-oh. crust. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right, because Munson didn't. No, Munson got, and, and regular Domino's is fine, but it's not the Brooklyn style. And we couldn't give him too much of a hard time because he was already teetering on the edge of insanity. He already broke his phone because the app didn't work. Oh, gosh. He threw the phone against the wall. So any crap we would give him probably would have led to some more violent behavior. <laughs> yeah. So and we, we kind of laid off after the Brooklyn style part because he's yeah. getting angry at us. That's hilarious. I did have a fat boy moment today. I was walking into work and I'm like, 
I feel like I smell pizza. <laughs> like a guy walked by like with like oh. three pizzas. And I was like, yep. I almost had that because uh, I got to kill some time today because I'm going to a movie screening uh, up in Seattle. So I have to wait till like 6 p.m. because I'm right. not driving back and forth. And I was reminded that there's the Steak and Shake that just opened here. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I was going to do a walk down there. Then I was like, ah, I just had pizza. Maybe I'll hold off on that one and be good, you know, the five days of the week. Until yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Or go get like a burger without a bun. That's not a burger. Well, that's just that's just meat. Sometimes you know you don't have sex. You just make out with a chick, man. <sighs> sometimes you just make out with yourself. I don't want to you know go second. I, mean. I don't want to go to second base with a burger. I want the home run, man. Hey, right. second base with a burger is still better than a salad. True. Steve's right. Yeah, that is very true. Yep. Yeah. Damn straight. Hey, All since right. you're in here, one last quick thing. We got an All email, right. and I think this would go with you because I feel like this is the year for you also to pick up the skates and get working at it, Ted. Whoa. From Brandon. He says, my name's Brandon. I'm from uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I want to start playing hockey because it seems like a great way to exercise, and I enjoy drinking beer. <laughs> what all do I need to begin? And I would like to attend next year's draft tournament, and I want to have at least a bit of experience before then. Thanks in advance, and thanks for the badass podcast. And that's from Brandon. Brandon, there's Skates. a lot of yeah. You could get a lot of used gear. I would definitely recommend buying used gear, whether it be off of eBay or if there's like a play it again sports or some kind of used hockey shop. I know there's like hockey rinks there, so probably go to the shops and they probably have used gear. Um, so start there and just learn how to ice skate. And I would imagine your rink offers learn to skate, learn to play hockey classes. And they do them for adults. Don't feel embarrassed. Like, there's people in their 40s and 50s that are doing this. Is there certain ways you have to fall so you don't break your wrist? Uh, That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, because I remember MCTP broke his wrist within, like, a few months. I know. I wonder how hard he (laughs) fell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't seem like, I, I mean, I would think you fall no different than you fall if you were on your feet. You know, you kind of have to kind of guide yourself down. Yeah. Or maybe falling on your ass might be a better plan. But I didn't know if you were supposed to, like, you know, like fall on your elbows or kind of like that. Yeah. I mean, I would have maybe not falling on your head, like putting your hands down is probably, I mean, obviously for him, it was a bad way to fall. But yeah. I've never heard of, like, I'm trying to picture, like, I don't fall a lot because I'm not doing a lot of skating compared to other players. I mean, I've fallen before, I've caught an edge and I fall, but I just kind of just. Timber. <laughs> and with all the goalie gear, it doesn't really. I've never, I've never been Timber. hurt by falling. I'm just like, ah, I got plenty of padding. If it doesn't. Step one, become a goalie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking too, like, maybe I'll just learn with the stick and it'll be easier. And then people are like, can you actually ice skate? Like, well, I need a stick. Dude, honestly, <laughs> I don't know if I can ice skate without all my gear on. I, I, I've really? done it and it feels really weird because the leg pads give you support. The stick is definitely like having a cane. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it would be like to skate, just like doing like a random open skate where you just put on some skates and you skate in circles with the disco ball. And yeah. you, you didn't even learn on ice. No, I, I originally started by playing roller hockey and then I just bought some ice skates and just kind of went from there. So That's crazy. I say, Brandon, just do it. Do it. Just, just do it. Go out there. There's a thing called stick and puck. That's when you can go out wearing full gear and just Excuse shoot me. a puck around, and you don't have to worry about playing any kind of simulated game. Do that a bunch. Get good on your ice skates. And no matter how good you are, do the draft tournament next year. So long as you can stand on skates, do it. Nice. Sounds yeah. fun. We got to get you to do one of those too, Ted. I know. Uh, before I leave, I will mention, you, Steve, you should watch uh, – Vice Land, Vice Sports, uh-huh. that a whole half hour special in this little town in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, uh-huh. that I guess was like the birthplace of hockey, oh. and they play for a cup every year, and like there's a bridge that separates this town, right? And like one side was manufacturing, and never really 
upped with the times, and then the other town like brought in some small businesses or whatever, so they have better players, and it's like it's like a massive deal. They got nicer jerseys. Yeah, the other team's using sweaters. Yeah, like they talked to the Zamboni guy in the crappy town. He's like, it's perfect sheet. Most people know that's what I'm famous for. It's a perfect sheet. I mean, he said perfect sheet about a hundred times talking about this day of ice. <laughs> that's the funny thing with hockey players. You're like, hey, how's that rank? It's like, it's cold and the ice is good. No one ever's like, it's a really nice facility. It's got some good bathrooms. No one cares. I never heard that perfect sheet until this guy said it over and yeah. over. Perfect sheet of ice. And that's now awesome. it's stuck with you. Yeah. Uh, well, Ted, I'll see you uh, tomorrow. Yeah, we man. Got, we got the Megacast, and then on Thursday, you got the podcast. And oh. Oh, yeah, Thursday it comes out. I was like, we're for that today, Steve. Come on, man. (laughs) No one else knows that. Thanks for plugging my my show, Steve. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) And oh, there's a little thing called the men's room every afternoon, two to six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do that that too. Only a monster of a radio show. But, you know, don't worry about that. (laughs) All right, thanks, boys. Thanks for popping in. Where are we at on time? Let's see. Uh, uh, it's about an hour and a half, man. All right. So I, I'm trying to think. I wanted to call Mama Hawk NATO, and I feel bad because I, th- I know we said we would, but we don't really have a lot of time. So we should probably roll out maybe next week. I feel bad. Should we just give her a call real quick just to tell her that we love her? Yeah, we can. All right, yeah, let's, let's just go let's, for it. Let's be fast. Let's and we'll see say, how this works. Yeah, this is not going to go well. <laughs> Rev doesn't know how to dial. I think I do. Just want to give her a quick call because I feel bad if like she's expecting us to call and here we are. Yeah, we did say we would. Yeah. So even if it's a quick couple minutes. Hopefully she answers. Yeah, watch she does. Hello. Mama Hognado, it's Steve and Rev. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm just fine. How are you? We're doing real well. We haven't had a chance. We, I know you left us a couple of voicemails. We're running out of time, so we haven't gotten a chance to play all of them just yet. But we wanted to give you a call, uh, A, to say thank you for listening, and just to tell you that we love you. Well, thank you, because I love listening, and I love you. And uh, one of Aww. our uh, fine listeners of the podcast, uh, Brandon, he, sub- he suggested, and I agree, that you are now the official mom of the Migs cast. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> How's everything going? You playing some solitaire right now? Well, yes, I am. I am playing solitaire, <laughs> but I'll give you a one guess. Maybe two. What else I'm doing right now? Hmm. Making lunch. No, eating. Oh. Beets. <laughs> You're eating beets? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite show that you have on is the Beats one, and I love beets. And so I'm sitting here eating beets. Oh, just eat them all. Don't eat a lot of them. Oh, I love them. Oh, they don't bother me. Uh, no, I couldn't believe it. Can you believe that? I'm such an idiot that I didn't even bother to check with my wife. I just ate them all. Well, yeah, they're good. They're, oh, yeah, they're delicious. <laughs> little earthy. It's, but, you know, you expect a little bit more to your lunch than just beets. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's, I eat just, you know, just beets. I don't eat... Well, I shouldn't say that. I had a muffin, too. So. Oh, ooh. What kind of muffin? Blueberry. Ooh, oh, blueberries are so pick. good. Solid oh. pick. Yeah, the best ones are from Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Dude, the, the Safeway Bakery is legit. I agree. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. it's They're the best ones. <laughs> oh, it is so nice to finally talk to you. Yes. Um, by the way, this uh, Duane has opened... 
a Twitter account for me. I know you're following us. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I got to see the videos. Hey, hey, what's it? Do you remember what the, the name of the Twitter account is so that any of uh, our fine listeners can go out there and, and, and follow you? Mom. I mean, M. I think it's M. Knocknado. Uh, let me look it up. I'll, I'll see if I can help you out on that. Uh, because he is doing that for me, and when he comes this weekend, he said he's going to show me what to do. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. But he said I already have like two or three followers. <laughs> I, I just followed you too. So, yeah, it's uh, M Hawk NATO. So, M H A W K N A D O on Twitter. Any of our fine listeners out there, you got to follow Mama Hawk NATO and show her love. Because she is the official mom of the Migs cast. Ah. <laughs> well, we got to run because we are running a little bit low on time, but we'll definitely check in with you uh, every once in a while and give you a ring and see how you're doing. But we. Oh, that would be. So, that's so nice of you. Well, Very nice. Because all my son's friends call me mom. So. You know, you can call me mom, too. I'm everybody's mom. I love it. Awesome. Well, <laughs> everybody's mom. Well, you just inherited a lot of new uh, a lot of new sons. <laughs> well, <laughs> I tell you, when it comes to Knocknado, uh, I got a best son. And he will tell you time and time again. He have the, his words will be. I got the coolest mom in the world. No, it seems like it. Hey, look, I, I I'll be the first. That you are very lucky to have such a great son, and he is very lucky to have such a great mom. And and, and, oh, and, he we, knows and we mean, that too. yeah, he better know it. <laughs> <laughs> you All know, right. it, it, this program is not the only thing that he has turned me on to. Really, long time ago, he turned me and my husband on to smoking pot. Say it's going to get rid of our pain. Bullshit. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> it don't Dream get rid now. of your pain. But it makes you eating things. I'm not kidding you. It makes me eating things I hate, but I eat them. Wow. Yeah, before before all, all the pot, she didn't like beets. Now all of a sudden, she's just <laughs> no, crushing beets. I like beets. <laughs> but I ate stuff I didn't like, stuff I did like. I ate a lot of, you know, That's and didn't sleep so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think all it does take your mind off of it. Don't take the pain away. No, it doesn't, but it definitely helps the appetite. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I don't need that no more because I gained a lot of weight. <laughs> I lost 144 pounds, but I gained that smoking that shit. So. Oh, yeah, dude, I, Mama Hognado, I know. I smoked my share of weed, and I put on a lot of weight when I did that because pints you of do. ice cream went down real yeah. quick. And you know what? Now that I don't want to do no more anything, I'm all over that. We did it for about eight years straight every day. Wow. And now that I'm over that and I don't want to do no more, the damn stuff is legal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you believe that? What a crazy oh world we gosh. live in. Well, I will let you go, okay. and both of you, I wish you both a very blessed day Thank and you. week, rest of the week, and I did send you another message on the phone. Cool. Well, we'll if we don't get to it this week, we'll get to them next week for sure. Okay. All right, Mom. We love you. Love you too, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Mama Hognado right there. That is damn, damn cool. That's amazing. All right, well, let's get out of here. That was awesome. Don't forget to follow her, M-Hawk-Nado, M-H-A-W-K-N-A-D-O, on Twitter. Let's blow up her Twitter page. Heck yeah. Show her the love that she deserves. She is our mother, after all. <laughs> all right, Rev, this was fun, man. Yeah. Thanks to D. Ted Smith for joining us. Thanks for all the emails, the voicemails, text messages. We genuinely appreciate all the love, all the inspiration, everything that you guys find from us. We're equally as inspired by you guys. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's very true. Um, and we'll be back next week. I have no idea what we're going to be doing, but we'll do something. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk to Mahawk Nato's mom. Yeah, Maybe right? we'll talk to Crazy Sherry. Ooh. Maybe we'll conference the two. Wow. That might be too much. That might... Wow. We could probably leave and go get lunch and come back and <laughs> Crazy Sherry will still be talking. Right. Mama Hawk Nate will be like, where's that weed my son used to get me? I need it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great week and stay positive. We gotta stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.